top, 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 top of the Sunday morning to you. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you. When I woke up this morning, it was around five-ish, right? And I said, okay, God, I'm going to go pay a water bill and come back and lay down. But let me tell you something. You can be awakened by God certain mornings. And you can feel that you're in a trance because God would not allow your body to not go back to sleep. Not only did he not allow me to go back to sleep, but it's like he gave me a burst of morning energy. Oh, I tell you, hello. I thank you for tuning in to WDGS on your podcast station. This is your girl, Fabulous Frida. Always your host here to bring you the most. I feel like I'm sitting on the Riviera this morning. I got me a juice that I made this morning a fresh cucumber, fresh baby carrots, and fresh ginger. And I'm sitting here, you know, just reclined and relaxing. But the Spirit of the Lord said to me, as you might can hear a little bit in the background, I've been switching in the kitchen. And all, let me tell you, it's two places. I don't know about you, but there are two places it appears That God can always get your thought process of attention. And that's the kitchen and the bathroom. (laughs) Hello. I know somebody can identify and relate to what I'm saying. It's something about, have you ever noticed when you're sitting in the bathroom, we call it the reading room. And I'm telling you, it's like. You get some thoughts in your head that you don't get at other times of the day. And then when you're switching in the kitchen, oh, I hope somebody grab this. When you're moving around and you're cooking and you're processing and you're chopping and you're washing it. I'm telling you, I don't know about you, but with me, God begins to minister to me all kinds of messages. And you know, sometimes they just be flowing over in my spirit till I get to having church. That's why I know church is not the building. Church is on the inside of your spirit. And when the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide in you, you fellowshipping, you're having church. Now, when the Word of God says, forsake not the assembling Oh, I hope somebody grabbed it. Among believers. So what do we do? We take the churches from our own soul and spirit to collaborate together. But listen, this is the main thing I wanted to talk to you about today. Because as I took me a little break and I got my squash and zucchini going and I'm going to uh, season my boneless white meat, pork chops, put them in the oven with a little seasoning. And I I, I actually like some garlic cloves. I tried it a couple of years ago, just the big cloves, and I just drop them around the sides just to generate a flavor that I'm telling you is awesome. And I'm going to have me some vegetable melody rice. 
that's my dinner. But I got some eggs boiling because I got some chicken left over. And I'm going to use that to make chicken salad. So I have my lunch, you know, today and tomorrow. And however many days it lasts. So as I took me a little break from switching in the kitchen. And I said, okay, God. I tell you, I've been in there and all kinds of things have went through my mind this morning already. And I made my bed. Because how many of you understand? I don't care if nobody ever come to my door. It's something about walking through my house. My bed just have to be made. If I have to go back and forth from my bedroom to the living room, it's just something. When I walk in my room, when the atmosphere, let me just put it this way. When the atmosphere is conducive and clean in your environment. It just make you feel good. What about you? When I get up in the morning, it just makes me feel good. When I cook and I eat breakfast and when I clean and I wash my face and brush my teeth, you know, it just make you feel good. But all throughout the day, as I sit, I, I like to move around, you know, take my little steps. And when I walk through your house and the atmosphere is clean and I remember what the old people used to say especially my grandmother cleanliness is next to godliness listen to me sometimes you cannot hear clearly from God because you're too busy concentrating on all the chaos around you. You say to yourself, I know I need to get up and clean up, but I just don't feel like it. Listen to me. Start with baby steps. Start with baby steps. And the more you keep chipping away at it. I don't know about you, but I can say me. I have some days I don't feel like it, but listen to me. I get up like yesterday. Or was it yesterday? I said, I need to take four things to the back. I need to drop off something in the bedroom, the other room, the bathroom. You know, some little stuff I went out and bought like tissue, not tissue, but soap and other little things. And then what I do, I summon in my mind. I said, I need to get up. And I put my little piles, and I got me a little container, actually from the Dollar Tree. It's a little cloth container. And I load all my little stuff in there, and then I just take one walk, and as I go, I put where it's supposed to go in each room. Listen to me, listen to me. I want to talk to you briefly this morning. When I took my break, what did God say this morning? And God was saying this morning to me about faith and praying and having faith. And do you know and understand that every morning I ask God to give me strength in my prayers when he wake me up. Strength to complete the task that I have to do today. Strength to do all that I have to do. Strength to do all that, let me say this, that God orders my steps to do. Sometimes we do things God don't order our steps. But as I was sitting here and as I sat back and relaxed for a minute, you know, I began to think about a scripture. See, this is when I know God ministered to me because he'll give me a word. And he sent me to a word in Luke, Luke chapter, I believe it was 11. 
So I was sitting here and I thought, read Luke chapter 11. And it was when the disciples went to, well, one, it's a one disciple, you know, I'm freestyling that. So I dropped this this book and chapter, and I think it's Luke chapter 11, but don't quote me on that. But I know what I did read this morning. So it was one disciple, not all of them, waited until Jesus finished praying. Now, Jesus was praying in a place that it did not name. But this one disciple went to Jesus and he said unto him, teach us how to pray like John taught his disciples. (laughs) And you know, the most beautiful thing I love about Jesus, why in the world would anybody not want to pattern their lives after Jesus? tell you, I, I, I have a class the beginning of each year. I'm committed to. That's my first fruit. And it's the 40-day journey with Jesus. And it's studying the four Gospels because this is what God told me a few years back when he started me on this ritual. He said, let this mind be in you that is also in Christ Jesus. How can you have the mind of Christ if you don't even know Christ? If you don't read about him, if you don't study about him, if you don't meditate on it, and you got to practice the way Christ did. So anyway, when a disciple asked Jesus that, you know, Jesus could have said to him, listen, you just finished watching me praying. Now, why you can't ask me to teach you how I pray? Oh, I hope somebody grabs this. You know how we get when the ego gets in the way. But instead of Jesus, he didn't bother to go through any of that. See, that's how we got to be sometimes. Sometimes you can't be bothered with with, 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 with people who want to question you the way they want to question you and trying to draft you into some of their drama. Because see, some of that stuff that people be dealing with, I'm telling you for real, for real, sickness and in health, some of it is just a bunch of drama. And because they don't want to dig deep and take a dive into the to, to discipleship, of discipline, of God's word. So then they wallow in their drama. And sometimes if they not sick, they'll make themselves sick. Oh, I hope you grab this. You remember as kids, you used to tell somebody, you make me sick. Well, some people full, full of so much inward drama and, 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 and ungratefulness. That they'll make their own self sick. But anyway, I gotta I gotta tell you this. I gotta tell you this. So Jesus. Being as cool as he is. Ow! I tell you, I love it. He didn't ask the disciple any question. He didn't try to compare himself. He just simply said, When you pray, say, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth. As it is in heaven. Give us this day. Our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses. As we. Forgive those. Who trespass. Against us. Lead us not. Into temptations. But deliver us. From all. I like to stress that word. All evil. For thine is the kingdom. And the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. 
So when Jesus finished telling him a way to pray, even though his own disciple came to him and want to learn how to do something from somebody else that he saw him doing. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. You looking at Jesus praying, and when he ceased to pray, you want him to teach you, but not like you do, but like somebody else teaching their disciples. Oh, I tell you, I hope somebody got that. And so many times when things like that happen, you know, we can easily get in our feelings. But let me tell you how Jesus rolled off after that. So this is what Jesus did. I'm telling you, man, I Listen, y'all don't know how excited I get from studying the word because there's always an example to parallel to my own life on how to conduct myself in my conduct and my character. See, that's why I can't be trying to worry about listening to a hundred thousand people. I can't put all them voices in my ear. It's about three voices that I that I go to. For, for for guidance. I mean, earthly voices. Because let me tell y'all something. You get all them voices in your ear and you'll be messed up and tore up from the floor up. And that's why the people who, who always speak wisdom, knowledge, and understanding in my ear, no matter what, I push past whatever I need to to let them know I value them. I appreciate them. I'm telling you, I'm not selfish and self-centered. And that's what Jesus was giving the example. So you got to get this. So let me tell you what happened. And I, ooh, ooh, I get so excited. Now, after Jesus told him about the prayer, y'all, listen, listen, listen now. You got to hear this. Jesus went right on into this story. You know, Jesus always was giving these testimonies. And so on these parables. So he said unto him, which of you shall have a friend? Mm. And you shall go unto him at midnight. Now y'all know I'm paraphrasing. And you're going to. Ask him, listen, you got to get this part. You go to your friend, you ask him to lend you, not give you, lend you three loaves of bread. Now, y'all know I'm freestyling, so you know you, you got to read chapter chapter 11. So anyway, and then he asked him, he said, so for a friend of mine is coming from a journey. Now, mind you, he go and disturb this man at midnight, not for himself. But for his friend that's on a journey that's coming. Stick with me now. He said, but I don't have anything to set before my friend that's coming and traveling from this journey. That's why I always say, be mindful how you treat people when they come to visit you and they travel from a journey. Oh, I tell you. And then he went from, this friend told him. An answer, and he said, You came to my house to trouble me and knock on my door this time of the night. Now, my door is shut, and my children and I was in the bed, and you want me to rise up and give you what you asked for? And then he said, And I say unto you, though he rise and 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 and, and, and get up, this is the thing. 
He said, if you give and you seek and you knock, wait a minute, let me get my story right. You know what? Let me let me I'm gonna tell y'all what I'm finna do. I'm finna go to the scripture. I don't know, it might stop my podcast. That's why I have to freestyle, y'all. Cause see, if you try to jump around, a lot of times it'll knock you off. And then you be stuck like Chuck and you have to start over. So that's what that's one reason. Cause you know, I, I need to confess. I'm not big at giving these notes. But anyway, let me see. Let me go to some scripture. Okay, because I want I want to give it to you right. And it said, and when he said to them, Which of you shall have a friend? And shall go unto him at midnight and say unto him, Friend, lend me three loaves. For a friend of mine in his journey is come to me, and I have nothing to set before him. And he from within shall answer and say, Trouble me not. The door is now shut, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give you. I say unto you, now this Jesus talking to the disciple. Stay with me. He said, I say unto you, Though he will not rise and give him, because he is his friend, yet because of his inopportunity, he will rise and give him as many as he needed. So what did Jesus say? Jesus was explaining to the disciple, okay, if somebody come to you and they have a need, but it's an inopportune time, it may be in the middle of the night, but you say you their friend. You'll rise up and you'll give as much as you need. See, the thing is, the man never said he didn't have the bread to give him. He complained about the inconvenience in me. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. So because you're inconveniencing me, I'm not going to, I'm going to shut my door and go back and lay down with my child. Not because he didn't say, well, I don't have anything. I don't have any bread to give you. So Jesus asks, he's telling this, t- this story to the disciple. And it goes on and says, And I say unto you, ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asks receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth. And to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. Now let's connect the dots. There are many people sometimes we feel we need them. And it may be at an inopportune time and they'll shut the door and go back and lay down. But even when the disciples, see, I want to dovetail this into when he come out of prayer. Now, Jesus come out of prayer and hear this disciple. He got a request. He asked Jesus, can you teach me how to pray? And although it may have been an inopportune time, Jesus didn't ask him no questions. He just gave him what it was. He asked for because Jesus could give him what he needed. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. So that's why he told him this story about the man. I'm, and he letting him know, I'm your friend. So when you come to me, I'm going to share with you what you need. I'm not going to ask you all these questions. I'm not going to let you know, well, right now it's not a convenient time. I'm trying to restore. You know how the people pour out after praying. Sometimes they need a restoration. So then Jesus said, if a son shall ask for bread of any of you that is a father, any parent, if your child come to you and say, I'm hungry, 
I'm ready to eat. Then will you turn around and go outside and get a rock and put a stone on a plate and give it to that child? If your child come to you and say, I want some fish, will you go outside and kill a snake and bring it and put it on that child plate? If a child come to you and ask you for an egg, will you go outside to the beach and get a scorpion and bring it back and put it on that child plate? Absolutely not. What am I saying? I'm saying, according to the scripture, and we all carry some evil, if we are evil beings by nature, but we know how to give good gifts to our own children, why is it that we lack in faith to believe that our Heavenly Father will give us a good gift of the Holy Spirit? See, everybody needs the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a keeper. It's a teacher. It's a leader. It's a guider into all truth. Jesus went to the cross to leave that comforter on the whole earth. See, before then, only certain people anointed the Holy Ghost fell upon. Now it's available for everybody. Everybody. So if you don't have it, you need to ask for it. Oh God, help me today. Everybody needs the Holy Spirit. Everybody. Because this is what will keep you regulated. This is what will keep you calm when you want to be angry. This is what will tell you, don't go that way, go this way. This is what will lead you and guide you to tell you, you know what? You need to leave that person alone and leave them alone. And don't go back and keep digging it up and picking it up. Listen to me. Oh, God, help me today. If you don't have the Holy Spirit, your first requisition is salvation. Y'all know I got my morning voice because I know I could hear myself a little raspy. But listen, when you invite Christ into your life, I remember when I was young in my 20s and 30s, and I used to, I used to fellowship regularly Pentecostal. And I did a cross-culture. You know, it just wasn't African-American. But it was also Pentecostal churches of Caucasians and mixed inter- interblend races. And one thing they all shared in common in Pentecostal was making sure that the Holy Ghost, that you receive the Holy Ghost, that the Holy Ghost come upon you. Now, of course, they taught back then the evidence of it was speaking in tongue. But that's for when Jesus dispersed it for everybody. That's a whole nother teaching. Because, see, there were people who had the Holy Ghost before Jesus. Even Jesus' mama had received, Jesus received it in his mama womb. That's why I said that's another teaching. And John received it in Elizabeth's womb. So they weren't speaking in no tongue. So, that, so that's why I said, let me put a pen on that. Because, see, you know, sometimes you have to dismantle all of this traditionalized teaching that has had us stuck and stagnated. But back to today's message. Ask God. See how simple Jesus said. Because he knew if 
that disciple that came to him and asked that question, if the Holy Ghost was upon him, oh God help me today, then he would have already knew how to pray. And this is the thing you know I love about Jesus. He gave him two parables before he got to the fullness of the message. Y'all know how I do sometimes. Sometimes you got to talk a little bit and you got to give us some testimony. And you got to give some examples. And you got to give something that will resonate and do a bing. You know, a light to go off in some people's mind. Because some people in the simplicity I've come to learn, they didn't get it. They didn't grab it. So you may have to give a few more insightful examples or testimonies before they can get it. But all in all, that was what God set me still as I sat here sipping on my juice this morning and began to give me as a word to release. Mm. Ooh, so I just want to say, ow, that's kind of tart with the ginger and the cucumber, I think, mixed. But the carrot make it taste so good. But I still want to just say, listen to me. May you all have a beautiful, blessed day. I am so excited. I'm getting ready. I'm going to take my, all my little trash and stuff out. I did some cleaning and restructuring and reorganizing yesterday. And I'm telling you, I just feel good. I feel good with my house look good and smell good. And then my dinner ready. And now I don't release the word and I'm finna get back in some word. And then later today, of course, I'm gonna watch me some Netflix or some Amazon. And I'm excited. And I hope you are excited too. Because this is the day that God has made. And I hope that everybody like me rejoice and be glad in it. Can you rejoice? Can you rejoice that God woke you up this morning? Can you rejoice even if your voice a little hoarse and raspy like mine? I said I'm going to release this message. Can you rejoice you got food in your cabinet and in your cupboard? Can you rejoice you got food in your refrigerator? Can you rejoice? That you able to go outside and walk outside. You got two legs. Can you rejoice? I'm just saying, can you rejoice when all this is well as it is? Listen, every single breathing human being, we can all sit back and find something to complain about, something to murmur about. But all that does is stagnate and, and hinders us from the beautiful blessings what God wants to grant us. But can you rejoice? Sometimes the best way to get a breakthrough is rejoice when you're going through. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. Sometimes the best way to get a breakthrough is when you praise God as you're going through. Oh, God just dropped that in my spirit. So I thought I'd just drop that down in the podcast. And as I put a pin in this podcast, as always, may the blessings from heaven flow, flow, flow down into your lives, meet all of your needs, even the things your heart desires. And may you continue to prosper and be in good health, even as 
your soul prosper. And until the next podcast upload, may this message resonate and download into your spirit and bring forth some transformation for glorification of the goodness of God. And until the next one, I bid you all a beautiful Sabbath Sunday. Bye for now. God bless.